Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Everyone has an opinion, but he's got the Von Hessler Doctrine. Eric Von Hessler on WSB. Live from Sherwood Forest, Hour 2 of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins now. I am your host, the aforementioned Eric Von Hessler, but I'm not alone. Of course, I'm surrounded with my cast of doctrinaires. English Nick is here. Hello. Autumn Fisher is here. Hello. The handsomest producer in all of producery, Jared Yamamoto, is here. What's going on? This is our first three-hour show, and from now on, we're on for three hours. If you just tuned in now thinking this is his first hour because it always has been, you, you just missed an hour. You'll never get that hour back, so don't make that mistake again. Starting this Sunday, and every Sunday as far as the eye can see, Von Hessler Doctrine, <laughs> WSB Radio. It's noon to three every Sunday. So here we are, and we're going to do a little segment that we like to call... Now, look, we did a lot of research. I'll let the lady tell you, but this was a difficult one. It mm. turns out the best name for this particular segment, Georgia Stuff. The research is in, and after a careful calculation, it's called Georgia Stuff. Georgia. We find it. Georgia. <laughs> yeah. I, the music is funny. <laughs> it's the... The Ray Rap is what it is. All right, so now just to explain this segment, because it might be difficult to follow, the all of these stories... We talk about, like, surrounding no, states, no, right? like no, Florida, no, North Carolina, no, South Carolina. No, that's what you'd think on Georgia and Russia? No, uh, no, yeah, not, not that. It, no, there will be no, no stories about Edvard Shevardnadze will be on this. Oh, what? These are all stories that happen in the uh. great state of Georgia and usually Atlanta centric. So go ahead, Jared. All right. So we've got controversy under the Gold Dome. Our very own is that go- a strip club? The Gold Dome. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, okay. So the Georgia Capitol. The Georgia Capitol. So our very own Governor Deal has made a forceful biblical case against Georgia's religious liberty bill. Oh, uh, really? I think it's uh, don't just. I think that that's like the story from the AJC, right? That is it. He not only got forceful about it, he actually went biblical. So, the, what exactly is this particular religious bill that that uh, has got everybody cr- going crazy? Because so, all the Hollywood people who came here are threatening to take their films elsewhere, as well as Delta Airlines and Coca-Cola, and walk away. Home Depot. You're, I mean, most yeah, they're all of the major- against it, but Delta's not saying they're going to leave for it, right. right? Whereas the Hollywood people who are making television and movies here like, hey, we just got here, so we can leave just as easily as we came. So there's two different bills that are going through the, uh, I guess, the the chambers as we speak. Now, one is the Pastor Protection Act, which essentially says a pastor has the right to choose who he wants to marry. Which, by the way, I think is idiotic because my understanding is that pastors and priests, clerics, 
have always been able to, they're not under an obligation to marry everybody who walks through the door as it is. Famously, the Catholic religion, I don't know, they've modernized now, so maybe they're not as tough on this, but mo I grew up quasi-Catholic, and they wouldn't, if you had a divorce, and this was your second marriage, the priest could and often would turn you down as heterosexuals. So I think that clerics already have the ability to turn down anyone. There's never been this idea that anyone who walks into your church and says, marry me, by law, you have to marry them. So if they've up to this point been able to turn down heterosexual couples, then why would there need to be a law about homosexual couples? I, I think this is kind of uh, just an overreaction. I got to be honest with you. I think it's an overreaction. And Nathan Deal, Nathan Deal is feeling the pressure now from the the film industry, right? Because they're bringing a lot of money into Georgia. This is becoming like Hollywood Junior here, and we've put out a lot of tax breaks. People have moved here. And so they're saying, hey, we can't work in a state like this where you're going to be able to deny services to a married couple who are legal and, and all that. And, you know, look, I, I was saying this before Kasich was saying this, but what I don't understand is if you have the right to turn down a couple because it goes against your biblical idea because they got married and they're two men or two women, once that precedent is put out there, why wouldn't you be able to turn their, them down for services because they got a divorce or because you know that the father was an adulterer? You see how messy this gets? You know, at, at some point you could, you could refuse to make a, a birthday cake for an eight-year-old because you happen to know that the father is an adulterer. Like the point that you're making, I don't understand what why religious people are saying no on this one in particular, this biblical precept, right? Mm -hmm. Adultery is in the, in, the, in the Ten Commandments, right? Right. I mean, because so, straight people have been, doing, have been adulterers forever. Yeah, but, so. yeah, it's like, well, God's over that one, but he's not over right. this one. Like, who decides which pre biblical precept is the one that is well, the line in the sand that God says no further? And to me, I mean, I don't agree. I, I think that a priest or a... a a pastor or someone should, probably should, if they're following the teachings of Jesus or something, they probably should marry anyone who. But it's they still, no, I don't think so. Whatever. But I'm just saying. I don't think they so. Should be, their their opinions should be respected. Also, their beliefs should be respected, just like uh, uh, the homosexual couples. I get uh, that. I get. I get respected. that. And I, but I think religion is a club. You know, religion is a club. You either decide exactly. you want to be fine. in it or you don't want to be in it. But if you're going to be in business. You're going yeah. to have to serve any law-abiding person who is not causing trouble on your premises, you know. And you, I, I wonder where this gets in. You know, you could tell people to wear. I know that you can. You can insist that people wear shirts and shoes. Yeah, no <laughs> shirts, no shoes, no shirt, no shoes, has, no. Has gaze, anyone? Has no anyone? Service. Has anyone ever taken that one to court? Like, hey, why? Why does he have a right to not serve me if I don't have my shirt on? You know, there it's was a restaurant. Religion to wear shoes. A restaurant in North Carolina last week that said. Uh, pull down your hood and pull up your pants. They had that going. Oh on. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, which I agree with. You know, Kasich said something the other day that makes sense, but it's not the way the world works. He basically said to gay couples, if if you get a photographer who doesn't want to shoot your wedding because he's opposed to it biblically, you know, don't sue. Find another photographer. And I agree with that. Mm -hmm. But look, suing is not a gay thing. We all sue way too much in this country, mm -hmm. so we know that it's going to happen in situations like that where a photographer is going to say no. On the other side of it, though, if you're a gay couple and you have the legal right to get married, why would you want a photographer around you the whole day that you know is completely hostile? <laughs> he's going to take the worst shots yeah, ever. He's going to do a good job. He 
He's going to cut your head off. There's, there's going to be yeah. red eyes. Yeah, it's like, it's like the, they'll never be. The, Here, the two, stand there yeah, real quick. Yeah, the two of them will will never be in the same picture, actually. Oh, nice shoes. Dude, you're Smile, thumb. you're going to hell. <laughs> your thumb. Your thumb is in every shot, man. What's going on? So, <laughs> find us a doctor on this one. Is Nathan's deal deal is doing what he thinks he has to do because he doesn't want to lose all the business. But for the most part, look, if you're going to be in business, you're going to have to serve any law abiding citizen who walks in. And we all disagree. You know, like uh, conservatives such as myself, we're a little more. Uh, we're in you know the idea of you know backing up the military and, sure. and all that. But you know, an awful lot of liberals and progressives hate war. You know, their taxes are taken, and it pays for the wars that they can't stand. Every every citizen has to kind of deal with the parts of America that they don't, they don't necessarily agree with. The only answer is, if you don't like the way things are, you have to convince your neighbors to vote a certain way, and that's about persuasion. It's not about yelling at people. And, uh, you know, I hate to be the bearer of bad news for some people listening right now, but you're not going to win this one. If you're going to be in business, you have to serve any law-abiding citizen who is not causing trouble on your property. Next story from Georgia, Steph. All right, so let's keep it under the Gold Dome or the Georgia Capitol, Autumn. What so, was that place called? The Gold Room? What was, uh, what was this trip yeah, from? Gold Club. The Gold Club, yeah. yeah. Isn't that where all like the, the NBA basketball stars would go? And a lot of trouble happening. All the rappers. And when you're in radio, you'd hear all these stories about things that went on in the VIP room with famous people that you can't repeat. You know, it was a church for a minute after that, and now it's the Gold Room now. It's a club now. It's not a, a strip club. Not a strip club. club. Yeah. Oh, that's a church. Just a regular tub. Yeah, it was a church a, for a minute. Wouldn't it be funny if that church refused to bake a cake for somebody's? <laughs> Come on. You're in a strip club. <laughs> We're not going to make that kind of si- uh, shape cake for you. Sorry. No. So under the Gold Dome, a key Georgia Senate committee has approved a tax break on Super Bowl tickets along with another sales tax holiday this summer for back-to-school shoppers. So, Okay, here's the thing. As a, as a libertarian slash conservative that I am, uh, okay, I agree with the tax holiday. Now, the tax holiday, so back to school, basically items that have to do with clothing and notebooks and anything that you can kind of put, put under the idea of going back to school, tax-free. And they think, hey, it's wonderful because more people shop, they spend more money. Okay, why not take that logic and apply it to the rest of the year? <laughs> now, maybe not tax-free, but go very, very, very low That'd be too hard, on taxes. And doesn't it make the point, if you can create a holiday and people open up their wallets and spend more money, that if you did more of that, you would get more of that? I'm just, I'm just saying. And the Super Bowl tickets thing, this I don't understand. Now, now Atlanta has a new stadium coming online in 2017, That's right? right. So... They, they are in bidding for a future Super Bowl. They have not had one guaranteed to them yet. Correct. And the backstory behind this is the fact that the NFL said, if you do not offer these reduced tickets, then we are not going to bring a Super Bowl to Atlanta, where That's the other cities have done that. Apparently, in the bidding process, it is something that every city does, and you don't have a chance to get a yes unless you waive sales taxes on the actual hard tickets to get into the Super Bowl. Yes. This I do not understand at all. There. You cannot make an argument to me that you wouldn't be able to f- sell out the Super Bowl if the ticket cost an extra $7 or $8. <laughs> I'm not quite understanding what this is from the NFL and why they're insisting on this. One of the reasons that you bring a Super Bowl into town, because it's a pain in the rear end for the town, is you get people come in, they eat your restaurants, they do stuff, they spend money. 
why the incentive, the extra incentive for no sales tax on, tax on the tickets? I just don't see that people would say, oh, I'm not going to go to this one. I think it's a copycat mentality. I mean, New Orleans, if New right. Orleans is going to offer these reduced rates or if uh, Miami is going to offer these reduced rates or San Francisco or I think Houston, Texas is next year. I mean, why? They, they have no reason to bring it to Atlanta if it's going to be cheaper to go elsewhere. I right. mean, there are plenty of cities that would love to have the Super Bowl. I just don't understand where that started, where now it's like, well, if you want to be in the running, you can't, you can't charge taxes on... On well, the because everyone wants tickets. a Super Bowl now. I'll, no, I understand I'll, that, but I mean, if no one had given that in, then there wouldn't be a demand for it. But obviously, there are cities. Every other city is going to offer to remove the sales tax on these tickets. It just seems just like a small thing from the point of view of the NFL. Sure, no one's going to balk at a Super Bowl ticket because it costs twelve more dollars. They're already paying a ridiculous amount <laughs> for a game that you know lasts three hours of your no, life. No, if this ticket were like. $14 cheaper. Yes. I'd do it. If, if only it was $170 and not 184 I don't know what the... Seriously, it's such I, a big difference. I don't know what the cheap tickets at the Super Bowl are. I could buy one hot dog at the stadium. <laughs> if I could just work that out, because I only have an extra $14 here. That's that's the mentality that's going to the Super Bowl. I don't understand. Well, maybe it also has to do with the sales pitch too. With the the, pur- the purpose of them building the Mercedes Benz Stadium or Mer- Mercedes Benz Field or whatever it's called is, was to bring a Super Bowl back to Atlanta. Sure, and I'm, now, if they don't do this, then they're it's like they're the NFL bullying them. They're I really it. hate the, I, the the stadiums that are named after products. Yeah, you don't like that, huh? I hate that. It should be someone's name. It should be something that means not like the Mercedes Benz. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, let me tell you something. It costs so much money to build these stadiums that uh, you get a title sponsor and you go a long way to defraying some of that cost somewhere. So The Trojan condom yeah. stadium. <laughs> well, look, this is a family show, and I don't want to get graphic, but if you look at the opening, the top of that stadium, uh, I, I don't want to go any further, and I'm talking and to you, Autumn, up, Autumn. Right? It opens, it up, opens up, it opens up. It's it got, dilates, <laughs> if you will. It dilates, or you can look at it as an aperture. It's white mm-hmm. on the outside. It's uh, red on the inside. Look, this is a family show, uh, but I'm going to tell you right now, I find that stadium to be absolutely disgusting, and I can't believe I have to explain to my children what is going on with the opening and closing of that so-called roof. All right, we'll try to squeeze in another Georgia stuff story or two when we return. WSB. Welcome back. I'm your cheery chat host, Eric Von Hessler. That's Jared. That's English Nick. That's Autumn Fisher. We're in the middle of a wonderful segment called Georgia Stuff. Stories that take place in the great state of Georgia. You ever been there? I visit there from time to time, Georgia. Not nice, very good things about it. Nice, nice place. So give me another Georgia Stuff story. So right now it's March. We're in spring training for Major League Baseball. And are we? Are we in spring training? We, are you one of these guys? We are not, okay. but I, I do love my Atlanta Braves, but sadly... But, you, but uh, for the record, you've never actually hit a home run or laced up your cleats for the Braves. No, not for the Braves, so it's personally. A, so but it's I, them, I have, it's I have a, a love for the Braves. Okay. I can't help it, and the, they have the fourth lowest payroll in MLB. Well, it's going to be a rough year. Can't help it. Are you saying you've tried to not love the Braves and it didn't work out? Yes, that's exactly what happened. I tried right. to become a Kansas City Royal fan before they became big a couple of years ago. Sure, sure. And uh, well, I was can't it do Frank Core when Frank Core went over there or something. You were like, hey, no, I like him. No, and I was never a big fan of Frank Core, but uh, I just mm, uh, you don't like Frenchie, huh? I, I you know I like Ned Yost. Oh well, everybody likes Man- okay. manager so, Ned Yost. So was I, he so, first was he the first base coach or third base coach? He, he, he did a little bit of both. Okay, so. Uh, 
What's the what's the story? Oh, we're now that the music's playing, we're out of time. Tell me the story. Fourth lowest payroll in MLB, Eric. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Terrible. Yeah. We're gonna be awful. But isn't the idea to be great again when you go to the new stadium? Isn't there a concept? I don't know. We'll finish this up when we get when we get back. And also, there's an awful lot of outrage in this world. English Nick with Outrage Corner when we return. Everyone has an opinion, but he's got the Von Hessler Doctrine. Eric Von Hessler on WSB. If it's Sunday, it's time to pick up your Sunday AJC. And in this Sunday's Atlanta Journal-Constitution, look for a report on how the political frontrunners managed to capture so many Georgia voters. If it's Sunday, it's time to pick up your Sunday AJC. Welcome back. I'm Eric Von Hessler. That's Jared. That's English Nick. That's Autumn. They're the doctrinaires. You know that. And if you don't know that, you should know that. And now you know. So before we get to Outrage Corner... <laughs> there's a, there's a, a, first of all, we were talking about the Braves. I want to finish that story. So sure. you, were, you were telling me that the Braves have the fourth lowest payroll in baseball. That's correct. And now my feeling is, aren't they saving all this stuff up so that they can either the first season or the second season in the new stadium be really, really packed up? Because I think they kind of know like the last year at uh, Turner – it kind of sells itself because people mm-hmm. might go, hey, we got to go see a couple games because, you know, I grew up going there or whatever, and that's going to be gone. Or uh, that, no, that people will just have kind of given up on the team there and are kind of waiting for the new SunTrust Stadium to open up. And I, So my feeling, and I don't, I don't follow baseball, as you can tell by my rambling on right here, <laughs> but my feeling overall was that they're kind of holding back now so that they can have a bunch of money and bring in some superstars in 2017, 2018, new stadium have a team that can really go for it. Well, they've got a good young core developing now in the minor leagues, but the problem is is that the the the, uh, the prospect, or I guess the, the the trajectory, for lack of a better term over there, if I can is say Is that it. a term? Trajectory. There we go. So it, it's The way changing. that it's going. The way things are going. The way things are going have yeah. changed. Uh, they keep pushing it back a year. It's a year here, a year there. And yeah. uh, let's be realistic. Prospects are prospects. You don't know whether or not they're going to pan out or not. So, But if they win a bunch of games, they're going to be called geniuses. Well, they're the fourth lowest payroll, and they actually picked well, and that sort of thing. But you don't, you, you're laughing at me. That's not possible. Well, it is possible. How many games are the Braves going to win this year? I think they'll win 70. 70 games, and I think that puts them around 88 losses. So Okay, that's your prediction. I'm going to hold you to it. Okay, hold me to it. I think, but I'm also the upset about Sun, the new Sun Trust Park that's being built in Cobb County too. So what I'm are you upset? You're upset about everything, huh? You're upset about the team. Outraged. You're, yeah. you're mad at the team. You're mad at the new stadium. You're mad at everything. Yeah, we don't need a new stadium in Atlanta. Greg and I shared the same same opinion on this here. Yeah. It, it's ridiculous the fact that they have to move it up to Cobb County uh, as a yeah, resident of Midtown Atlanta. It's uh, it's. I'm upset that I have How to now drive over How there. How old are you? I am 27 now. Okay, when you're 34, you'll live in Cobb County. You'll be glad it's right around the corner. Sure. <laughs> you can call it babysitter, and you and the is wife there, is go there out. Not a, is there not a, a, a CCT or something that goes there? A what? I don't is know what that CCT, is. CCT, the Cobb County Transit. Yeah. Well, they're building a whole new flyover for for traffic, right? Am I wrong, Jared? They're, they're changing ex- exits and stuff. Yeah. I think yeah, so. they are. I mean, oh, they're are they? they're going to try to fix the traffic problem there. But I mean, you're talking about one of the worst areas in the state for you traffic. Took, Just talk to Doug Turnbull about it. That was my 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 problem with the old Braves Stadium was getting in there was just kind of ridiculous. You're on single lane roads. Driving by the Capitol, crossing across, you know, and it just—I just disagree. I 
I felt like it was so much easier because you just find a Marta that has a like a train that has. But a even then, line. you had to Mark walk. Mary, you take the thing. Oh, what do you know about sports, Autumn? Why are you even weighing in? Why don't you admit? I you... know about public transportation. <laughs> you know nothing about sports. I don't mean to be sexist. I know sexist. more about Marta in Atlanta than I do about uh, sports. <laughs> the Braves or the Hawks <laughs> or the Falcons. Believe me. Let me tell you, the one ten bus will get you downtown quick. Good listener, know that your <laughs> your fine host here is not displaying any sort of sexism whatsoever. This chick just. <laughs> don't know sports and that's all there is to it plenty of gals do this chick Three right here strikes and you're out buddy that's all she knows about baseball right there that's <laughs> everything that's, yes. goal. <laughs> that's everything uh that she knows now so quarter. before we get Got into it. outrage uh this is you know english nick is on the river what's your time seven to midnight every seven night? to midnight monday through friday and you'll find me in the afternoons uh yeah. saturday and sunday and you sort of talk up the records is what you talk do. up the records you give talk, away tickets and stuff you talk up the classic rock the records. classic rock rock block weekend this weekend two three four in a row can you do me a bands. favor and start playing heart and led zeppelin twice an hour oh uh, no you already okay we I'm can sorry. do that <laughs> We we can play more. Uh, so I have not heard Super Tramps the Long Way Home in fifteen minutes. <laughs> you should listen every other hour. Okay. So uh, I, my past life is that I was on a rock and roll radio yes. show. Most of my uh, time in Atlanta radio has been on rock and roll stations, and so we had a listener, and we called him Chemical Man. Yeah. You call him Red. That's his name. That's I his guess. name yeah. is Red. Yeah. Uh, and he's a, he's a great dude. He had an industrial accident, and uh, the chemical, so he's blind, and he lost his vocal cords. Yeah. But he's a great dude, and he used to call the, uh, the, the old show, I almost said it, I don't know why I feel like I shouldn't say it, but the old show that I was on, very early on when we got to Atlanta, late yep. 90s. Uh, he would call a lot, and I guess he's still around. And he called you last night. I'm gonna, hopefully this. This, this will is the play. first time in a long. He hasn't called me in years. So but the autumn, first time. autumn. He may not be able to see, but he's got his eyes are on you. Who's this? Red. Red. Long time no speak, my friend. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Def Leppard tickets all weekend long. They're coming to time with Tesla and Ario Speed Wagon. I was dollar twenty four last. Oh time. man. Well, let's see if you can do better next time. All right. Yeah, I'm are you going to be on uh, with Von Edward Mark? Yeah, that's right. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB depend on it with Eric Von Hessler, noon to three on Sundays. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I listen to you on them. Uh, hey, how about that Autumn? Is she as hot as she's around? Oh, yeah, man. Autumn's really cute. Oh, cool. <laughs> I love him. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell, so. listen, now, he said, is she as hot as she sounds? And Nick said, I'm very cute. And it's because Nick knows I'm short. And yeah. short girls cannot be hot. Short girls can be adorable, though. And that's what you are. I, you, you are adorable. Sweet. I knew I wasn't going to win with this one. <laughs> Whatever I said to no, him. The point, right. no, the point is, it. a man who has lost his sight is seeing visions of you, Autumn. <laughs> and I think yeah. that that's good. And it's great Very to hear from short, uh, from Chemical Man again. Pounds we are more so, than I wish I were. Oh uh, yeah, Autumn's. Uh, she hasn't I been able to take in off a closet in Maryland. She <laughs> has are going real well. Not been able to take <laughs> off the baby weight. And you know what her answer is? We want to get into this, but her answer is eh, have another baby. At least it gives me another year where nobody cares about how big I am. What was that hashtag you had at the beginning of the year, Autumn? Oh. Uh, get moving 2016 the autumn fisher story and now it's really just turned into 
stop eating and just be sad and sit around. The Autumn Fisher story. Uh, it's so hard to stop eating, even though you know. You look in the mirror. I, I've got I've got good 25 I need to get rid of, and I know it. And I see my, you know, unlike everyone here in this room, I see myself naked every day, okay? And so it's painfully obvious to me that something needs to be done. But this is what I've found, and I don't know if you guys are on board with this. It's so hard to lose weight. You want to know why? Because food tastes so good. It does. If, if food did not taste good, it would be so easy to lose weight. But every time I want to lose weight, I'll open that refrigerator and there'll be, oh boy, that's that, that jar of cling peaches. <laughs> and, and, then, and then I say to myself, well, peaches, that's a fruit. That's got to be good for you. Peaches. It's not the peaches that's doing it to you. It's, it's the syrup. It's the payday that you get and the Mountain Dew and oh. everything. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm, right now, I'm I'm currently I'm currently consuming Mrs. Freshly's Buddy Bar, <laughs> but it's Mrs. Freshly. I mean, right? It's fresh. This is like this is like homemade Buddy Bars here. We 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 have got to come up. We've got to come up with some mood music for every time you mention Cling Peaches <laughs> mm, and what God. Eric's thinking. Here's the like thing. <laughs> you, you know when you see these things like an addict, you know, when they finally get the drug or something, <laughs> like in a movie, and they're like, they're like in their underwear on the kitchen floor, you know, just like consuming this drug. That's how I am with Cling Peaches. And I become intoxicated, and then by the end of it, I'm just drinking the juice, and it's just rolling down my chin. <laughs> It's really sad and pathetic. And I say to myself, you know what? You got to stop doing that. But the reason it's difficult is because it's so hard. Was that Miss Freshly I just heard on the, on the line? Oh, yes. You need a little <laughs> snack. <laughs> These uh, buddy bars, they, they're nutritious, oh, right? But peanut I butter. I make those buddy bars fresh in my kitchen every morning. <laughs> peanut you butter. don't always have them. I save them up for Sundays now. <laughs> peanut butter wafers. Peanut uh, butter. I make the wafer from scratch. I learned it from my great-grandmother. She and then you go. <laughs> you, you oh, Eric, you're looking so healthy, Sonny. So you, healthy and nice. I like you with a little meat on your bones now. And you personally take your buddy bars and put them in snack machines all over uh, the city. You're like Santa you know, Claus. I, you know, a big candy company tried to purchase a long time ago, but I said I got to keep my personal touch on them wafers now. Okay. Well, <laughs> Freshly <laughs> made. I squeeze them. I crush them peanuts myself every day just for you now. This okay. <laughs> is Freshly. It's been an honor. Yes. Thank you very much. It's an honor to be making such delicious, fresh, nutritious snacks for you now. Man, I, I thought Mrs. Freshly, like Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny, was not real. I, this is mind-altering mind for me today. No, Mrs. Uh, Freshly. I'm glad I could help you there, Nicholas. Oh. You go ahead and you get one of them bottles for yourself. Now, now don't let Eric hog them all. I'm going to share Eric's bunny bar. Buddy, buddy bar. Oh, buddy bar. Hey, buddy. you're my buddy. You, you want to? Share between buddies. Hey, you're my buddy. Here, why don't you take a half my future heart attack? There you go. We'll share like buddies always do. Mrs. Freshly. Because Mrs. Freshly, if you don't know, she wakes up very early in the morning, like 2 o'clock in the morning, and makes her confections, and then she delivers them all over the world every day. You know, the older you get, the less sleep you require. So I sleep for about 20 minutes, get up, stop cooking y'all that fancy nuts nutty balls. Because I care about y'all, young. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Mrs. Freshly. Have we gotten oh, to you're one? You're welcome. I love you, boys. Y'all be uh, good. Y'all be 
all be good to each other. I love you. Well, we love Thank you, Miss Freshly. Mrs. Freshly. Mrs. Freshly. Mrs. Freshly. There, there is a Mr. Freshly. Sorry. He's dead and gone, but he lives on him. Everybody bar I make. <laughs> Um, okay. Have we done any outrages yet? I, like, no. Okay. It's, no. It's uh, kind of time for outrage corner. That's outrageous. <laughs> I mean, we do have an extra hour today, so exactly. We, yeah. we could work all. The, you know, we have a segment, a new segment. The last segment of, of this mm-hmm. new three-hour show is going to be called the leftovers. And we're just going to do different stories that we didn't get to in the segments leading up. So there'll be a lot of outrage. But let's try to squeeze in an outrage story now. Oh, Caitlyn Jenner. People are always outraged at Caitlyn. And now some people are outraged that she's saying she likes Ted Cruz as the presidential candidate. So here's the deal. Caitlyn, before Caitlyn was Caitlyn, she had a different name. Now, millennials, please back off. I'm going to say that name now. (laughs) (laughs) Steady. It was Bruce. What? So, what? I, 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 call me a hater. I'm just saying, before there was a Caitlyn, there was a, 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 a personality known as Bruce Jenner that I grew up with, and he was an Olympic champion, and he was on the Wheaties box, and everybody wanted to be Bruce, because Bruce had all the great girlfriends, and he had the medal, and he was the, he was, he was the big deal. So, before Bruce became Caitlyn, Bruce, sorry to say the word again, millennials, calm down. Bruce gave a, uh, an interview with Diane Sawyer, basically talking about the fact that he was going to transition from a man to a woman. And one of the, to me, the biggest thing that jumped out at me from this interview was that when Bruce Jenner at the time told Diane Sawyer that he was going to change his sex and live his life as a woman from now on, she did not bat an eye. There was no, oh, okay, great, wonderful. But in the same interview, when Bruce Jenner told her that he was a Republican, <laughs> she's like, "What?" <laughs> was like, like, she she like started breathing heavy. She couldn't understand it. It was confusing to her. How is this possible? So he's a constitutionalist. I would love to see a joint appearance. Ted Cruz and Caitlyn Jenner. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Have her standing behind him like they do now. All right. When we return, we'll try to squeeze in another outrage or two with Mrs. Freshly. Welcome back. I'm Eric Von Hessler. This is the Von Hessler Doctor. We only have a minute here, so English Nick, give me another outrage. Uh, Melissa Horace Perry. She was at MSNBC. She's been let go, and uh, she's not happy. Well, she was upset because yep. apparently her show was being preempted quite often because of political coverage, the debates, the whatever. This is Melissa Harris Perry. I'm sure you're a nice person, but I am loving this. I am loving this because people come out of academia with their tenure and they have no idea what it is to compete. You come out here in the real world and you're in media and you're an opinion person. Guess what? You have to get ratings. I've got news for you, Melissa Harris Perry. If it was important, if you had good ratings, they would have made sure that you were part of that political discussion. Right. Welcome to the real world, Miss Academia, Miss Tenure where you actually have to have results. (laughs) Back to the ivory tower, honey. Let us opinion makers do the real work, (laughs) the heavy lifting. All right, we have got my buddy, my misanthrope buddy from New York City with stories from Studio B1 when we return. News 95.5 and AM 750, WSB. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.